What's going on, Far Far Away family? Welcome to Star Wars Audio Archive. So how's everyone doing today? I hope all is well on your side of the galaxy. Well, there's a whole lot going on out here in the Outer Rim. We got some new info on some of this series, some good and some bad, but before we get too far into all that, just wanted to let y'all know that this episode is gonna be kinda short because chapter 14 is like eight minutes long, so there won't be a lot to talk about. I don't understand why they have such short chapters in this book, but I'm not the writer, so there ain't much that I can do about it. But I do got some news for you, and then we'll get to that part of the book. I'm just gonna let it play through just like we did in the last short chapter, then we'll finish off the show with my thoughts on the chapter and the quote. Real quick, go and check out the latest episode of Lifesaver Radio. We have Sharmila Devar on the show. She is the actress that voiced Ursa Wren on Rebels and the Clone Wars. Plus, she was in Scandal and a bunch of other stuff. She gave a lot of good information on being an actor and working in Star Wars, so definitely go and check that out. Okay, so like I said, we have some good and bad Star Wars news. More good than bad. So let's get the bad out of the way. They pushed season two of the Bad Batch back further than we expected. At the time of the Bad Batch renewal in August 2021, Disney Plus indicated that the next round of episodes would be underway in the fall of 2022. As we all remember back in May, a season two trailer promised new episodes in autumn. But because of some unknown reason, the animated series will return for season two on Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Disney announced the delay at D23 Expo Saturday. Season 2 will consist of 16 episodes, but we will have to wait a little bit longer to see our favorite elite clones. I personally think they didn't want two Star Wars shows being shown at the very same time. With Andor dropping this month, and that being Disney's own Star Wars creation, they didn't want anything to steal the views from that. But that's just my opinion. Speaking of Andor, Star Wars revealed a host of new trailers this Saturday as part of the D23 Expo Showcase, with Disney Plus offering up the latest preview for Andor as well as the first look at Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Andor revolves around the character Cassian Andor, the rebel agent at the forefront of the Resistance Revolution. After first appearing in Rogue One, Diego Luna reprises the role for Andor. Spy, saboteur, assassin, we have all done terrible things on behalf of the Rebellion. That is what Andor says in this new trailer. The series will premiere on September 21st with its first three episodes. The up-and-coming series takes place in a period prior to Rogue One. Now fans will have to wait a little bit longer for the third season of Mandalorian, as the show will return in 2023. But a two-minute teaser was shown at D23. It picks up where the book of Boba Fett left off, with the reunited Mando and Grogu flying off on a new adventure. As we find Din kicked out of his own clan, all because he removed his helmet, now he is at odds with a pack of fellow ex-Mandos over the Darksaber. And it looks very good. But Disney didn't end there. They also unveiled the trailer for the new animated series Tales of the Jedi, a series focused on two popular force wielders from Star Wars lore, Ahsoka Tano and Count Dooku. The first Tales of the Jedi trailer has now premiered, and it gives us a look at Ahsoka's origin as well as Dooku's younger years. They are rocking the same kind of animation style as the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch. Tales of the Jedi's six episodes provide fans with a chance to learn more about Ahsoka and Dooku. Two characters who have ventured down different paths. Ahsoka and Dooku will have three dedicated episodes that will last roughly about 15 minutes each. For those who are really big fans of Ahsoka, this trailer shows her as an infant, as those taking care of her discover she's a Jedi. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. From there, we get a peek at Ahsoka's Jedi training, including shots of her putting her abilities to the test when she uses them in a sparring session with some clones. After all, Ahsoka was a Padawan when the Clone Wars broke out. So although she developed a close bond with Anakin, her master, she had to take her next steps in becoming a Jedi as the conflict raged across the galaxy rather than during a time of peace. Those who have watched the Clone Wars and Rebels know where the journey ultimately takes her, but now a bit more of her time as a Padawan is being flushed out. 
This trailer also reveals the time between the Clone Wars and Rebels, as she is seen facing off against one of the Emperor's Inquisitors. Now for Count Dooku, we will see him during his time as a Jedi. To put it differently, he is decades away from becoming a Sith Lord, but it looks like it will lay a little groundwork for why he ended up where he did. This portion of the series will also feature Mace Windu, a young Qui-Gon Jinn, but just like with the Ahsoka portion, there may be more fan favorites appearing in the Star Wars show. All six episodes of Tales of the Jedi will premiere on October 26th of this year. And now we know why they pushed back Bad Bad Season 2. They already had two Star Wars series running at the same time. But what I am super excited for is the Ahsoka series, because there was some stuff teased about that series at D23 as well, when Favreau and Filoni talked about the new series. As Favreau and Filoni saw Mandalorian as a testing ground for the character, just to see if the audience wanted more of her in live action. Filoni said the character has found new legs with the work we've been doing, because the Mandalorian really set it up beautifully. Both John and Kathleen praised Filoni's talent. Favreau called the new series Filoni's magnum opus, Ahsoka's first appearance in the animated series The Clone Wars, and hailed from the show's creator Dave Filoni. Season 1 of Ahsoka is nearly completed with production, and Dawson recently told The Hollywood Reporter that she is hopeful there will be a season 2. I personally think if Filoni has anything to say about it, there will probably be a lot more seasons. Okay, what do we got for the fun fact this week? Do you know the word Wookiee has a great origin story? The name Wookiee came about after Terry McGovern did some voiceover work for THD 1138, in which he said, I think I ran over a Wookiee back there. Luckily for us, Lucas liked the made-up word so much that he noted it down for later use, and it became the species of one of the most beloved characters, Chewbacca. Okay, now I think it's time that we get to Brotherhood. And like I said earlier, this is a short part, so I'm going to let it play through, and then we'll talk about it at the end. But first, we gotta let the intro middle thingy play. Still waiting on more emails before we make a final decision on that. Okay, so let's get to it. What crowd you have? You're now tuned in to Caucus Rays. And just sat back and ready to play. Let me take your thoughts far, far away. Now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan hated flying, but this didn't even really count as flying. Rather than the smooth controls and quick responses of a Jedi starfighter, this shuttle, something so dated that he didn't even know the make and model of it, felt more like nudging a floating box. When he turned the yoke, the shuttle responded a second late. When he boosted the throttle, it accelerated so gradually that no G-forces hit him. But at least the chairs were comfortable. That was one thing it had over Jedi starfighters with their cramped cockpits. Given the front compartment's roomy nature, he'd even brought his storage crate up to the front and examined the various tools to help his investigation. Things to detect chemical compositions, examine blast points, compare the Republic's simulation with up-close evidence. And of course, Anakin's case. He held it up, the smooth dark material gleaming under the colored status lights of the shuttle's interior. Would it take a lightsaber to break through it? It was inconspicuous enough, though, and Obi-Wan opted to adhere it to the bottom of the chemical scanner, something that should easily pass any visual inspection of his belongings. The shuttle's comm screen blinked to indicate an incoming transmission. Finally, Obi-Wan muttered to himself before hitting a button. Dex's scowl appeared on a screen, 
the bang and clatter of the kitchen behind him. You have good timing, Dex. I'm just about to land. Well, you have bad timing. You called during the dinner rush. War is good for the restaurant business, at least on Coruscant. But I have your information, which isn't much other than to say that there hasn't been a lot of chatter about Cato Namoya lately. Nothing. Whole system has been clear of bounty hunter activity for a few weeks now. Same with Spice Runners. Same with... Dex laughed. Less savory types. So this is a purely political situation, Obi-Wan said with a sigh. Well, we'll see if negotiations can create a peaceful end to this war. Further shouts from Wanda came over the audio. Dex glanced over with an annoyed grimace, then turned back to the comm in his small back office. It might work, which is better than it won't work. Thanks, Dex. You're very reassuring. Oh! Have you seen today's big hollow net news? No, Obi-Wan said, dread creeping into his thoughts. I've been focused on mission prep. I afford it! Dex reached in and around the cam's view, various beeps and clicks happening. There you are! Did you see? On screen appeared Satine Kreese of Mandalore. She stood in front of the cam, making a speech from what appeared to be a balcony in the Mandalorian capital of Sundari. Despite her animated discussion and grand gestures, the audio didn't come through, with the news anchor speaking over the images instead. Is Mandalore's proclamation of neutrality a truly political middle ground? Or is Satine Kreese's recent speech part of a secret bid to aid the separatist movement? We discuss with an expert panel of analysts next on HoloNet News Tonight. Obi-Wan tuned out the talking head, though the caption stood out clearly enough. Mandalorian Duchess defies Republic in ongoing war. I see it, Obi-Wan said softly. She's recruiting systems to push for neutrality. It's not going to help things. Obi-Wan had kept tabs on the Duchess as anyone would an old friend, but especially one who rose to power in a political situation as volatile as Mandalore's. Yet most of those updates came in the form of reading summaries of speeches and governmental actions. He rarely saw Satine's face before his eyes, and doing so triggered a wave of emotions he recognized. The urge to dream of a different life. A different galaxy. But as he always did, he let the thought flutter away, evaporating before ever taking root. Still, he found himself shaking his head. Long enough that Dex must have noticed, even with the shuttle's dated comm system. This is different. Mandalore's entire history has been based on warfare. Getting involved would undo all of the Duchess's work to create a new future for her people. I sense a little bias here. You're telling me that you wouldn't prefer Mandalore to be on your side for this? Dex cleared his throat. Or think about it this way. 
I don't have time for theoreticals, Dex. One question, old buddy. How bad would it be if Mandalore joined the Separatists? Obi-Wan looked at the shuttle's computer. Its estimated remaining travel time to get into orbital range was 23 standard minutes. That's not a concern right now. And we'll address it when it happens. I should go, Dex. I have landing preparations to make. And I have dinners to cook. Don't get yourself into any trouble, Obi-Wan. Wanda can't fly out there to help you. Well, then I'll just have to have a cup of Jawa juice with her when I get back. I'll tell her that. See you when you return, old buddy. Dex nodded and waved his top left hand, and the screen blinked off, resuming a display of fuel and speed details. Obi-Wan wanted to meditate. Wanted a clear and level head to prepare for the formalities and negotiations ahead. But based on the flight time remaining, he allotted himself a few minutes to consider Dex's thought experiment. What if Mandalore came to the Republic's aid? and Obi-Wan had to work with Satine. Would that be a greater challenge than Mandalore pledging itself to Dooku? Obi-Wan let thoughts flow through him, dwelling on them enough to process, but without ever stewing on them. Though when he considered what might happen if, of all people, Anakin stumbled upon his history with Satine, he found himself smirking. And he allowed himself to hold on to the briefest moment of amusement. Okay, so I'm not even going to say it. I said it enough over the last 13 chapters, but y'all know what I'm thinking. This chapter has Obi-Wan flying to Namordia. He is talking about how much he hates to fly. Does anyone know the reason that he hates flying? I swear I read it in a book before, but for the life of me, I can't remember which one. Anyway, Dex gives him a call and they discuss Mandalore's position in the war. So Obi-Wan gets to thinking about Satine. What would he do if he had to work with her? What would he do if he had to fight her? What if Anakin found out about the two of them? But as of right now, Mandalore is neutral and he needs to focus on his task. And that's about it for this part. Like I said earlier, I don't know why they wrote the chapter so short. But let's get to the quote of this week. And it comes to us from the opening of Clone Wars Season 2, Episode 5. It said, believe in yourself or no one else will. Within yourself, the lack of belief comes from hidden fears. It is this fear that keeps us from being able to move forward with your life. Passion is this hidden fear's antidote because fear stifles passion. In turn, passion is the key to developing a strong core of belief. These beliefs will empower you to achieve your heart's desire. Take this scenario. There was an employee that was crippled with fear, so he started to underperform at his job. All of this resulted from his supervisor constantly belittling his work. As a result, he began to believe that it was really his fault, and he couldn't do what he was required to do by his supervisor. He would have headaches and would have to take time off from work once in a while. This made his job slightly harder to do each and every time he got back from being sick. He didn't possess strong core beliefs. In order to gain the strong core beliefs you need, you should keep track of all your accomplishments you have made. First, you need to take a look at everything you have done and identify all the things that you are proud you have achieved. So in other words, you need to develop a passion for what you are actually doing. Secondly, you're going to address all the things that you aren't doing well and then keep track of all the improvements you make. You can use these things to improve your workflow and ethics. When you believe in yourself, you will stand for what you believe is right and you will take nothing less. You will develop a passion for your own self-worth. 
What others think of you will not dictate where you are going. That passion will be the fire that burns the fear away. Okay, that's it for today. Join us next week for part 15 of this amazing book. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Audio Archives. Join us next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on your favorite podcast directory. If you enjoyed the show, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Sway was created by Keen Eye Shed and is a production of Pick Film Media and was distributed by Swaycast Networks. This show was produced by Quentin McDaniel. Star Wars Brotherhood was read to you by Jason Odega. Sound designed by Theodore Thompson. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs>